What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeO.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Monday, May 23rd. And be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comment section who your favorite plays are. And then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AwesomeO. Get yourself $25 on your first deposit. And we're rounding out the bottom of my top 10 with Caleb Martin. Kyle Lowry, Grant Williams, Marcus Smart, and Jimmy Butler on the outside looking in. Who will be my favorites? My top five plays for today? It's time to find out. In first and number five, I'm looking at P.J. Tucker. He's 4,200, projected for about 20 fantasy points. He's in the optimal lineup 53% of the time. There are not a lot of places to find value in this series, and that's where it gets a little scary. So $4,200 Tucker becomes a value play. I gave him 32 minutes, and the stat line is not all that impressive. 11% usage, 7 points, 6.5 boards, almost 2 assists, and a little over a stock. He's 3% likely in the captain, but 50% in the utility. Coin flip on P.J. Tucker to be in the optimal lineup in the utility spot. That's all I need to see, and I think that works no matter what sort of build you're trying to do, if you're heat heavy or Celtics heavy, I think you could still go to Tucker because you just need so little out of him. At number four, we go to Jalen Brown. He's 9,800, projected for 43 and a half, and he's in the optimal lineup 59% of the time. 40 minutes here for Brown, down to one, so you could even see a couple extra minutes here. 27% usage, 24 points, eight boards, three and a half assists, and a stock and a half. 11% of the time, you can get Jalen Brown in the captain. 49% at utility. So he looks pretty similar to PJ Tucker in that regard, but a much higher ceiling and an opportunity to be unlocked in the captain spot is what you're looking for here. You just need a big game out of Jalen Brown. That's not surprising. If the Celtics want to win, they're going to need a monster out of one of these two guys, whether that's Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. We'll get to Jason Tatum in a bit. Big step up in tier here for number three, Al Horford. He is 7,400, projected for 36, and he's in the optimal lineup 69% of the time. I love this price for Horford. I gave him 38 minutes. That's what they're going to need. They're going to start shrinking this up even more as long as everybody can be healthy. Now, if Robert Williams is out, I feel very, very, very comfortable with Al Horford's minutes. If Robert Williams is in, uh, you could see that come down to like 36 potentially, but I think they just need Horford out there. 14% usage, 12 points, 10 and a half boards, three assists, and two and a half stocks. The big piece here, the, the piece that I think is most interesting, Al Horford is optimal in the captain spot 16% of the time. That's a pretty big number for sort of like a mid-priced guy, but I like it. I think it unlocks the ability to grab more of the higher dollar guys. The, the Heat Celtics series is a lot different than the Warriors and Mavs series because of Luka. Because Luka's high price and just completely different projection to the rest of that slate changes the way that the lineup gets constructed. For this series, everybody's a lot flatter at the top and a lot more similar. So it makes a little bit more sense to pay down at captain to free up a little bit of extra money to pay up later at utility. At number two, we go to Jason Tatum. He's 11K, projected for 50, optimal lineup 70% of the time. That's 41 minutes for Tatum, 31% usage, 28, seven, five and a half, and two stocks. 19% of the time, he's in at captain, 51% at utility. He's just got a monstrous ceiling, and he's going to need it because the Celtics desperately need to win this game. 
A bad game out of Jason Tatum is a real problem. Going down 3-1 and dropping back-to-back -back home games is a real problem. I think we're going to get a big one here out of Tatum, and it shows in the data. He gets all the way to number two. The captain spot works. The utility spot works. But there's one guy on this slate that's just a little bit more cost-effective. Now, before we get to that number one contender, one last reminder, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comments who your favorite plays are, and then sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AWESOMEA. That number one contender for today is Bam Adebayo, 7,600, projected for 39 and is in the optimal lineup 77% of the time. We got the coming out party from Bam in game three. If he does even something slightly similar to that, he blows 7,600 out of the water. And that's really the problem. He's too cheap for what he really provides. 37 minutes for Bam, 22% usage, 17 and 10, straight away a double-double, almost four assists and two and a half stocks. He is your optimal captain 24% of the time. He's optimal at utility 54% of the time. That's more than PJ Tucker in the aggregate. This one's simple to me. I liked going to him in game number one and game number two, and it just didn't get there. He didn't look the same. Game number three, you got exactly what you thought you could get out of Bam. And that's why I'm going straight back to him. Bam Adebayo is your number one contender. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Monday, May 23rd. FanDuel version of this video is around here somewhere, so check it out. Good luck tonight, everybody. Win some money. We are back again tomorrow morning for another edition of the Contenders.